And a good morning and welcome to the Mecca Sports Talk. I'm your host, Keith Dewar, for this Sunday, January the 9th, 2022, as we have reached the final week of the regular season in the NFL, as remaining games today, 14 games on the schedule, and we'll see how it goes today. Obviously, playoff implications up the yin-yang. Yesterday, we saw the Cowgirls take care of the Eagles in what was basically a game involving starters against third stringers, Eagles. Uh, hung around for a little while, but ultimately fell to defeat against the Cowgirls, 51-26. And the Chiefs, who struggled again yesterday, and a little bit worried about them, to be honest, after what I saw against the Broncos uh, in Mile High yesterday. The, the Chiefs, luckily fortunate and able to come away with a 28-24 win against the Broncos. And the Broncos this morning already fired the head coach. So they'll be looking for somebody new for next season. But uh, in the meanwhile for today, uh, well, first and foremost, my picks. I had another 4-3 and three week last week. That's four consecutive weeks I've been 4-3. and three. The problem is I was so far under the uh, 500 mark that now in order for me to get over 500, I'm going to need a 5-2 and two week this week. Or at the very least, to get to 500, I'm going to need a four wins, two losses, and a tie. But uh, we'll see what happens. So I will be making my picks in a couple of minutes. Four wins last week. Took the Bears over the helpless New York football Giants. Chargers against the Broncos. The uh, Packers against the Vikings, who are probably going to fire Zimmer after today's game against the Bears. And the Saints, who managed to cover against the the Panthers with an 18 to 10 win last week, and I was given they were given six and a half. Took uh, Cleveland on the Monday night game against Pittsburgh, which was the swan song basically for Ben Roethlisberger, and you know he threw like 46 passes for about 130 yards, which was you know telltale sign at this point. I mean, and it's been out there for a while that Roethlisberger's you know on his last leg, and he's got to call it quits at some point. So. Uh, I do expect today against their rival, the Ravens, we're going to see something a little bit different, a different result compared to what we saw Monday night against the Browns. Uh, The Texans, who basically hung around for a while against the 49ers last week in San Francisco, but ultimately did not cover that game. And Tampa, who for some crazy reason just decided to let the Jets, tease the Jets basically into thinking they were going to win and then the Bucks were able to pull that one out at the end, but I did not cover that game either. So, and quickly just to touch upon upon the Antonio Brown nonsense, you know, he came out with this Instagram post talking about that his ankle was injured, and Bruce Arians, of course, coming out with his spiel and everything. You know, look, Antonio Brown's record is not uh, one of uh, that, so to speak. He has no no issues whatsoever. You know, he had nonsense in New England. He had nonsense in Oakland. He had nonsense in Pittsburgh. You know, if he's legitimately hurt, hey, fine. He gets his surgery. He's ready for next year. Whatever. But you still don't abandon your teammates. And I don't care if you're hurt or not at this point. He wanted money. He wanted his incentives paid off right away. So that's what it always comes down to at the end of the day. Money. Money, money, money. So he didn't get the money. He didn't get the ball thrown to him enough. He started whining and crying. Oh, my ankle hurts, this and that. Well, you know what? Too bad. His rap is that 
he's a head case. You know, and hopefully he doesn't have issues which force him into retirement and down the road, anything crazy happens. You know, obviously you want the best for him. But again, the MO is about money. So I'm not going to sit there and, and play a violin for him under any stretch of the imagination. So, but the Buccaneers managed to win that game. They go into today's game, the number three seed. They have a shot at the number two seed uh, to overtake the Rams, who play the 49ers in what is an interesting game because obviously San Francisco needs to win today and the Rams need to win in order to move up to possibly number two in the conference and get another home game if they manage to win uh, next week in the first round of the playoffs. So that's a big, big game today, and it looks like Garoppolo is going to be back for the 49ers, which I don't even know if that's necessarily a good thing at this point, because do you really want maybe 70% of Garoppolo as opposed to 100% of Lance? I don't know. But, you know, Garoppolo with a bad thumb, that's a big problem for San Francisco in my eyes. So we'll see how that plays out today. But the Giants, hey, look, the season mercifully is going to come to an end today, thank goodness, playing the uh the Deadskins, who look like they're going to wind up being the Admirals come February, and uh, and as far as their team name, what it's going to be, whatever. I don't care what their name is at this point. They're a disgrace of a franchise with a disgraceful owner. So, you know, I could care less what they name their team. They're, they're still going to always be the Deadskins to me, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, as far as the Giants go, well, Jake Fromm's the quarterback today. You know what you're going to expect from the Giants, which is basically another loss uh, uh, to the Deadskins. And, you know, hey, the Giants, we know they got to make many changes in the offseason. Uh, and most notably, you know, as we know, it's going to be the GM. And we'll see what they wind up doing in the draft or what they wind, wind up doing with the collateral that they have with the Bears pick also. So we'll see if they make a trade prior to the draft or during the draft. But uh, they got a lot of holes to fill, as we know. And again, Joe Judge, with all his nonsense in these press conferences and anything, I could care less at this point if they keep him. You know, he this isn't Bill Belichick uh, that they have uh, in the wings. That's gonna he's gonna have a thirty-year co- head coaching career. I don't see that happening. So they need to they need to move on from him if they feel it's necessary. And to me, if I'm if I'm the general if I'm hired as general manager, I'm getting another head coach. I'm getting an established head coach. You know, if they want to bring in Jim Harbaugh, go right ahead. Sign me up right now for that. You know, it sounds like the Seahawks may actually keep Russell Wilson right now. Hey, that's fine too. You know, but if you could go snatch Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan, give me that right now. I'll take it right now. Joe Judge could take a hike. Plain and simple. Whatever you want to give Harbaugh, as far as a contract, the amount of dollars, I don't care what it is. Just go and do it otherwise. If you could get to him instead of having Joe Judge around, bingo. B-I-N-G-O, that's what I think with regards to that. Now, in regards to my picks for today, well, here we go. I'm taking the Deadskins minus seven at the Meadowlands against the Giants today. That's an easy pick in my eyes. The Giants offense is pathetic. It's been pathetic for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I don't really need to elaborate on this game. So take Washington minus seven and feel confident about it today. 
Game number two, now this is a little bit different. The Jets, so the Jets who obviously played well last week, well enough to win. Unfortunately, the game was 60 minutes and not about 58. Uh, I don't know what they were doing on that fourth and two play at the very end of the of the game to try to get a first down there. That that game was, uh, that, that finish or that play call was absolutely ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Uh, trying to sneak it on that play, you know, run a play action, run... You know, something, that was just football 101 right there. You don't run that kind of play against Tampa Bay. And especially knowing the fact that if you're going to give them the ball back, you knew Brady was going to go right down the field, even with no timeouts. So that was that was asinine as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but as far as this game goes today up at Buffalo, the Jets are getting 16 points. And I've gone back and forth about this because I know Buffalo needs this game desperately to win the AFC East. The Jets, who we know are not going anywhere, you know, have have at least shown some life these last few weeks. Now, the game that they played at the Meadowlands earlier in the year against Buffalo, that's when you had Mike White at quarterback. He played terrible that day. Buffalo romped the Jets at the Meadowlands. I feel like 16 points is a lot today. So I'm going to stick with the Jets and take the points. It's a massive number. Uh, I think Buffalo wins this game clearly because they need it for the division. But I'm going to take the Jets and that plus 16 number, which is just a giant number. Uh, so give me the Jets plus 16 up in Orchard Park in Buffalo, in, uh, you know, up in Buffalo for game number two. Game number three. Well, the big game in the 425 slot is is San Francisco and and the Rams and. I'm not actually too fond of this number. It's it's four and a half the Rams are giving. And the 49ers have had the Rams number the last couple of seasons, and including the game they played on Monday night earlier in the year, which San Francisco just romped over the Rams. But I'm going to take the Rams in this one, minus four and a half. The line has gone down to three and a half in some places. But I I just think, hey, look, the Rams have got to win this game today. They have to win because of the fact that if they lose and Arizona wins, Arizona gets the division. So, this is a game the Rams have to win. Now, San Francisco needs this game because if they lose and New Orleans wins, then San Francisco's out. So, it's a huge, huge, huge game. But I just think the Rams are a better football team. And again, Garoppolo with a bad thumb, is he really going to be able to throw the football like he needs to today? I, I I really do not see it. I just think that this is a spot that the Rams take advantage of today. They've got to... They've got to win this game, so and they're at home, so I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Rams minus four and a half in this one, and we'll see if we get the good or the mediocre Matthew Stafford today. Which for any for the Rams to have any shot of getting to the big dance, they've got to get Stafford playing at a, an elite level like he was in the first five six weeks of the season. So, but I'm going to take them today in my in L.A. minus four and a half. For game number three. Game number four, I'm going to take the Bucks minus eight against Carolina. Hey, this is another game that the Bucks don't really have a ton to play for. This is just basically involving seeding at this stage for the NFC playoff picture. Uh, but Tampa wants to obviously get things rolling for the playoffs, get some momentum. They obviously had momentum at the end of the game last week against the Jets, able to pull that one out. But Carolina, as we know, is a total mess right now. They are going to bring back Matt Rule next year, which, you know, again, they need to fix their offense because their defense, I don't really see too many issues with that, but the offense 
is obviously a big, big issue. McCaffrey being out is obviously a problem, has been a problem. But again, you got Darnold, you got Scam Newton. I don't really, you know, what are they going to do coming next year, Carolina, to fix that offense? Well, we'll see how that goes. But Tampa Bay with something to play for as far as seeding goes, etc. I'm going to take the eight points and, and run with that. So give me the Buccaneers. Minus eight at home in the big sombrero against the the Panthers today down in Tampa. Game number four. Game number five, I'm going to take the Ravens. Minus three and a half against the Steelers. Again, divisional game, and I know Lamar Jackson's out today, but Huntley has played very well in uh, to basically sub, subbing for, for Lamar Jackson. So I like Baltimore in this game. And in fact, I think I'm going with them by double digits, realistically, because... You know, Brattlesburger can't throw the football anymore. He hasn't been able to throw the football for quite a while now, realistically. 46 pass attempts last year for about 130 yards? Come on. Uh, So we know they're going to run the ball with Najee Harris today. Uh, But I I like Baltimore. Baltimore's going to stack the the line to stop Harris and make Brattlesburger throw the football. I don't really foresee the Steelers. And now they did beat the Ravens earlier in the year uh, in Pittsburgh, 20-19, but I'm going to take Baltimore in this one. I think Hundley's playing well enough. And Baltimore, I mean, can still get in the playoffs with a lot of different variables involved. But I'm going to take them today in what, in essence, is a uh, elimination game. Because Pittsburgh can also still get in the playoffs, too, with a few things happening. Neither are going to get in, realistically, at this stage. But uh, in Roethlisberger's final game, I'm going to take the Ravens minus three and a half to beat the Steelers, and I think they're going to beat him handily handily today in Baltimore. Game number five. Game number six, I'm going to take the Cardinals minus six and a half against the the Seahawks at home. Arizona, who needs this game today. Kyler Murray, who looked really good last week against the Cowgirls in Dallas. Uh, Arizona needed that win. They got some momentum back now. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this game, minus six and a half. I mean, the Seahawks have nothing to play for, obviously. Uh, Arizona, who needs to get healthy. I'm not sure if Connor's playing today. I know Hopkins is still out, but they might get him back for next week. So I'm going to take the Cardinals, who clearly have a shot still to win the division. Uh, That 49er Ram game will be uh, impactful on how that goes. But I'm going to take the Cards, minus six and a half. And roll with them today to beat the Seahawks. And I'll say they'll win that game by 10 or 11 points in Arizona. And the last game, well, which is the last regular season game, I'm going to take Vegas plus three against the Chargers. Now, I know earlier in the year the Chargers handled the the Raiders uh, in, in L.A., I believe 28 to 14. But... Right now, the Chargers are so up and down. We don't know what team we're going to get from week to week. And we've seen this for weeks and weeks now. They blew out Cincinnati in Cincinnati. They get demolished by Houston down in Houston. Uh, You know, they've looked looked really competitive, obviously, against the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs in KC. They took the Chiefs to overtime at home. So, you know, you would think that uh, the Chargers will be up for this game, which they should be. But I, I like Vegas. I, I like Vegas in this one tonight. And, you know, the Chargers' uh, vulnerability to the run, 
So I kind of think Jacobs will have a pretty good game today against the Chargers. Uh, you know, we need to see who's basically going to put the, the chips in between these two teams. And considering the fact that the Raiders have won a lot of close games, and this is going to be a close game tonight, they've won a lot of close games, and their head coach should get consideration for coach of the year, quite frankly. You know, I know they're talking Belichick, they're talking Mike Vrabel, although I think Vrabel's the guy that's going to win the coach of the year because the Titans should get the number one seed in the AFC. So that would be my uh, prediction for MVP, although, for excuse me, for coach of the year. But, uh, of course... We'll see how that goes, but I think, uh, I, I just like the Raiders in this game, because I think it's going to come down to the very end, and the Raiders, who won, I believe, five games this year at the at the final whistle, I think they're going to make it six tonight. I think they're going to make it six tonight. I think they're going to win by two or three points outright, the Raiders. They'll get in the playoffs. The Chargers are going to go home, and give me the Raiders tonight. Uh, I just have a funny feeling with them, you know, and again, the Chargers, we don't know what to expect with them, and they just seem to crumble under pressure, uh, whatever, for whatever the reason is. Herbert's a great quarterback, and he's going to be great for the next 10, 12 years, but Derek Carr has flown under the radar. He's had a very solid year for for uh, Las Vegas, and I think you got to just consider the fact that the Raiders have played some do-or-die football the last several weeks. They beat the Cowgirls on the road. They just beat the Browns the other day uh, on a last-second field goal also. So I'm going to take Vegas in this one tonight in the last game of the regular season. So plus three, Raiders at home. So to recap, the Deadskins minus seven at the Meadowlands against the Giants. The Jets plus 16 in Buffalo. The Rams minus four and a half at home against San Francisco. Tampa Bay minus eight at home against Carolina. Baltimore minus three and a half at home against Pittsburgh. The Cardinals minus six and a half at home against Seattle. And the Raiders plus three at home against the Chargers. So I need at least four wins, maximum two losses and a tie, or I need five and two uh, to secure at least a 500 record or better for my picks. My over-unders, if Buffalo wins today, that basically gives me a 5-1 record among those picks. The only loss will be Cleveland, which, you know, they've been hampered by injuries, hampered by COVID and, and whatnot. They've just been a massive disappointment this season. You know, they traded Odell, or they, act, they got rid of Odell. And again, is Mayfield the quarterback for this team next year? I don't know, to be honest. I mean, they may move on from him. They're gonna he's 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 gonna basically be back with the team one way or another unless they trade him, but uh you're not giving him an extension by any stretch of the imagination. But Cleveland is just a head scratcher of a team right now. Their defense has been pretty good. Uh but again, I, I I'm not I'm not really a believer in Mayfield at this point. So Cleveland may have to uh See what's out there on the trade market and possibly make a move for the 2022 season and beyond to fix that issue. Also, one other thing, too, there's sports betting now is legal in New York. So if you're uh, if you're going to be doing any of that, obviously do it responsibly. But that's going to be a big, uh, big thing for New York now. 
with uh, that finally here, uh, and at least allowing people to uh, to do that rather than run to Jersey or or anything like that to to place any bets. So that's going to be a big boon for the state, which desperately needs the money. And as far as uh, the Knicks, well, the Knicks are the Knicks. Inconsistent as can be. Another loss last night to the Celtics. They got blown, their doors blown blown off. 75 points they scored last night. Just atrocious. You know, Julius Randle gets fined. You know, he was using vulgar language in the press conference. Uh, thumbs down nonsense to the fans because they were booing. Just go out there and friggin' play. You got all this friggin' money. Just go out and play. And play like an all-star because, quite frankly, you're not playing like an all-star at this point at all. And who would think Evan Fournier was basically the savior for this team because he looks like Michael Jordan against the Celtics and he looks like a bench warmer against every single other team out there. And he had 41 points against the Celtics on Thursday when they had their big comeback victory against Boston, which was an exciting finish. But, you know, the Knicks are 19-21. We played half the season. They're under 500. So they've been a disappointment. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, of course, what do they do next month for the trade deadline? Who the heck knows? But we know this team ain't going anywhere. I mean, look at the East right now. You got the Bulls, you got the Nets, you got the Bucks, you got the Heat. I mean, those those teams, again, clear, clear above the above everybody else at this stage. And I, and I think right now, I mean, hey, the Bulls, you know, the Bulls make one or two little moves here and there. I mean, they, they could challenge the Nets. You know, just remember, of course, I mean, Kyrie is back also, but can't play home games. So the Bulls, hey, they're for real. And uh, if you pick the over on their win total this year, you're definitely taking some money to the bank for that one, for sure. I mean, in the West right now, clearly looks like Golden State. Thompson's back tonight, Clay Thompson, like they need him, but he's back tonight. Phoenix, who lost last night, got blown their, their doors blown off against the Heat at home against the uh, at home against Miami, and also and Utah. I mean, those are the, the the three teams, and then Memphis has won eight in a row. They won without Morant last night, so you know. You got, uh, it's good to see at least it's not the same old teams and this and that. I mean, Chicago's back now. Memphis is playing some real good basketball. You know, Milwaukee and the Nets are still there, obviously. And the Heat in the East. You know, the West is going to probably come down to Golden State and and Phoenix. I, I don't think there's any question. You know, Utah, though, may have something to say about that. But still think Phoenix and, and Golden State are the two to beat in the West. Uh... As far as the the hockey goes, the Rangers with another win last night uh, in Anaheim. Uh, big win for Colorado. Coming back from three goals down late to beat uh, Toronto. So that was a big win for them. And they're still going to be, I mean, right there at the end, Colorado. No doubt about it. But with all these games and all the, all the COVID issues going on right now, I mean, you have that three and a, three and a half week period in February where all these games are going to get made up. So you're not gonna you're gonna still have an 82 game regular season, but all these issues with COVID right now is really taking a toll on all these teams. So, but the Rangers, hey, they still look like they're for real. 
I still, like I said, think that they need a top six forward with a little consistency on the scoring front. Shesterkin is uh, out again now because of COVID. So Georgiev has had to take the mantle and goal and try to at least keep the Rangers afloat, which he's done an admirable job, but they need Shesterkin back in the worst way behind the between the pipes for the Rangers. Uh, aside from that, nothing with baseball. Same old nonsense. They said maybe we'll have uh, talks in a couple of weeks. MLB will submit, submit a proposal to the Players' Union. This is going to go back and forth. You're going to see spring training games missed. And we hope, or let's hope, that there's no delay in regular season games or any cancellation of regular season games. That would be a catastrophe at this point, considering the fact that the teams need the money. The teams need the money in order to uh, get to, to help out because COVID. COVID's still a major issue too. And how are they going to address that also? With the COVID issues. You know, never mind the money issues at this stage. But it would be nice to get a little bit of news. Of course, the only news we heard from MLB was that Ken Rosenthal's out at MLB Network because he said something bad about Manfred. God forbid. You know, give me a break at this point. You can't say nothing bad about about Manfred? I mean, give me a friggin' break. Grow a friggin' pair. As far as I'm concerned. You know? Rosenthal's a well-respected journalist for for MLB Network, etc. So, I think he got a total hosing from MLB Network on that, or MLB in general on that one. So, that's just totally ridiculous. You know, God forbid, you can't speak about the bad about the commissioner. Give me a friggin' break. Totally ridiculous. So... Again, last week of the regular season for the NFL. We'll see how things go today in regards to all the games. Uh, will the Bills win the division? Who's going to get secure the last two spots in the AFC? You would figure out Indianapolis will will get in. We're playing the, the Jaguars today down in Jacksonville. Obviously, the Charger Raider game, the final playoff spot basically on the line. Uh, in regards to that, now if the Colts happen to lose, then that opens up a lot of possibilities. Uh, but, of course, in regards to the number one seed in the AFC, Tennessee playing Houston today, they win, they get the number one seed. And right now, Kansas City, hey, look, that game yesterday against Denver, they they looked very vulnerable, to be honest. Now, I know they had, obviously, Tyreek Hill had was banged up a little bit. Kelsey got hurt in the last play. Of the game. So that uh, that remains to be seen. I mean I'm more concerned with their defense right now. Because honestly Denver's offense is pitiful. And they allowed Denver to basically go up and down the field most of the game. If it wasn't for that fumble at the end. Denver would have won. That was the that was the entire game right there. That 86 yard return for a touchdown on the fumble. And then in the NFC, well, we'll see how the San Francisco-New Orleans situation plays out with the last playoff spot. Uh, who's going to get the number two, three, and four seeds in the in the NFC? Some combination of Tampa, the Rams, and the Cowgirls. And if you're the Cowgirls, I mean, do you want to play Arizona next week, considering what just happened down in Texas last week? Uh, I don't know. You know, Kyler Murray presents a lot of problems. 
So we'll see if uh, we'll see how that all plays out. If Tampa or the Rams screw up, then Dallas will move up to number two or number three. Obviously, you want to have that number two seed because you want to have a second home game if you manage to win next week. So that that's very important at this stage. And and that's it. So uh, we will. I will be back. I'll be back in the middle of this week. Stuck in the playoff picture, ready for the NFL. I'm going to give picks on all the playoff games starting next weekend with games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for the first round of the playoffs. So I will uh, do that, see how I do on my playoff picks, hopefully better than my regular season picks, and I need a big day, big day today to, to get myself at 500 or better. So everybody enjoy the games today. I will be back Middle of the week. Of course, if you want to listen, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Spotify at the Mecca Sports Talk. You can Google the Mecca Sports Talk and find all my episodes. And, and of course, you could also find me uh, on Instagram as well at the, at the Mecca Sports Talk. So, everybody, enjoy the Sunday football. Stay warm out there. And if you're doing any sports betting, do it responsibly. Talk to you soon.